0: Tomorrow can be bigger yeah. Just grow Let the world overflow You're yeah. my life bigger than yourself You're created for me
1: Hello, this is the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today we will hear a classic message from our archives that we believe will be a blessing to you and give you principles to live big in Christ. Let's join Bishop Greer for this classic teaching.
0: As being heirs together of the grace of God, realizing that husband and wife are in the same boat. If one of you sink, both of you sinking. Why? Watch this. Why? This is where you say, well, Bishop, I was, I, you know, I, I hear you, but I think it's your opinion. Watch this. That your prayers may not be what? Hindered. When there's strife in the home. When there's strife in the church. When there's strife in the department. When there's strife in the job. Constant fighting over who's going to lead. Why one is better than, than another. People fighting about their own way and their particular opinion. We begin to abandon our most powerful weapon, prayer. If my people would humble themselves. There can be no fights if there's no pride. Pride, or the opposite of pride, is humility. And sometimes it it takes two to have a fight. Sometimes you do need to battle out, but I'm not talking about to win. I'm talking about so the couple can win, and y'all got to talk through this and find the truth in an area, and that's painful, and you got to do that at times. But sometimes it's not worth it. You've heard said sometimes winning a fight is not worth losing the relationship. I mean, the, the fight over whether or not you go to Cheesecake Factory or Outback. I'm reading your emails. I mean, is that really grounds for there to be strife in the home? So the devil could get to your kids. So the devil could get to your health. So so you can't pray for for, for your lost brothers and sisters and loved ones. Is that really worth it? And being heirs, that your prayers may not be what? Hindered. Meaning when we're in strife, it hinders our prayers. So a person that is saved but can't get hold of God. And it's not something... The devil, we did that to ourselves. It wasn't because the devil was so strong. It's because we took the bait. Let me tell you something. All the stuff God's doing, all these souls to being saved, all these people impacting. Let me tell you what the devil wants more than anything else for us to start fighting. Because he knows the moment you do, the moment we do, power's broken. I don't care how well the word is spoken. I don't care how well they sing. If we get in disunity and disagreement over nonsense, we are whipped and defeated. Church, if we would humble ourselves first, then pray. Some of us, we bring all of our anger into prayer and wonder why it's not going anywhere. But you know, if you go to God, you know what? Me being right, Lord, it's not me proving myself right, God, what they did to me, what I feel like, Father, I just call on your name. Father, what I think, if it doesn't matter what your word says does, God. Right now, I don't even feel like I love them, but I know you do, God. And Lord, I, I humble myself and I pray. Most couples... Most couples, that divorce stopped really praying for the heart for each other. Instead, they started blaming each other for the situation. But here's the deal. You can't pray for someone every day that you hate. And I'm going to say something to you. The Bible says that we're to pray for our leaders. Okay, so you wonder why some of our prayers aren't working. We are in strife. We are listening to strife. We are taking in strife. We are operating just like the world. That's why we had no power. I disagreed with our last president over some major issues. But when I prayed for him daily, I loved him. I see some things differently to this president. But how many of y'all know I'm not the president? And I know this might upset you, but when I pray for him, I love him. Mm. (laughs) You will know they are Christians by their love. All right, I'm about to show you something. Now, I didn't move in a straight line. This is not Sunday. I, I have folks here that know the Bible. That's why you come out to Bible study. So I didn't do everything in a straight line. And, and really what I, I'm, I'm really doing, I, I do this on Sundays as well, but I'm really I'm praying that the light bulb comes off, and that's why I'm, I'm doing this. And I'm letting God do a lot of the preaching here today. Mark 5.11, this is about to surprise you. Now, a large herd of swine. How many of y'all remember uh, Jesus and the Madman of Gadara? He cast out demons, legion of demons. You know, what is your name? Legion, okay, okay, you got it. Now, a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons that were inside this this man started begging him. I wonder what that sounded like. All of them simultaneously started talking to Jesus, begging Jesus. Well, what I want you to see is the demon prayed. Did you know demons pray? Just because you pray, it doesn't automatically make you spiritual. Pay attention to what I'm saying to you. All religions pray. Twelve men prayed as their airplanes crashed into the Pentagon and the Twin Towers. (laughs) So just because you pray in Jesus' name does not mean you're praying in Jesus' name. All right, right, stay with me. So all the demons begged Jesus, saying, send us into the swine that we may enter them. I really want you to get this this next verse, because if you get it, light bulb comes off, and you're going to see some things. And at once, why says Jesus gave them what? Permission. Permission. Did you know that Jesus sometimes answers demons prayers, but only if they have a right to it? This is a Jewish area. They're kosher. There's not supposed to be any pigs. Jesus gave the demon permission. This is why we have to get the piggishness out of our lives. The devil has a right to live in anything that God has forbidden. Pay attention to what I just said. And if God forbids strife and you live in its strife, Satan has permission in your home. If God forg- forbids unforgiveness but you live in it, Satan has permission. In your home. If it's all about you only and you live in it, Satan has permission in your mind. So here's the question. What pig have you let live in your mind, in your bed, in your life? Because that pig has a right to call on Satan. Satan. That unclean thing has a right to call on Satan. You can pray all you want, but if you do not get the pig out, the devil won't go. The problem was there was unclean pigs in an area that was supposed to be sanctified and separate. And there are things we're doing that empowers the devil. And then we try to pray we wonder why we're not going anywhere the bible says submit to god resist the devil and he flees humble yourself before god then resist the devil so if you're gonna do you know just each other not constructive just, and then you want god to fix the marriage you haven't resisted the devil, but you want God to fix the relationship. Submit to God, then resist. If my people called by my name would humble themselves, submit to God. And what happens is there are attitudes. There are things we do and say. When the Bible talks about false prophets in Jude and, and, and Second Peter, it talks about them being despisers of authority. And one of the the, the 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 way ways that you can determine how I say this one of the marks of a demonized person is resistance to authority. Wow. Authority that's designed to protect you spend your life undermining. Well, he didn't have to say it that way. She didn't have to say it. because really you want their position. Okay. Okay, let, let me go, to, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. Go, go to Ezekiel twenty eight seventeen. Let, let me, let, okay, I'll tell you what. Let me just keep going. Let, let me do this. All right, I have nine minutes. Th- then the unclean spirit went out and entered the swine. So Jesus gave him permission, and he went. There were about 2,000. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. Okay, what I want you to see is although God answered their prayer, they remained devils. Yeah? Okay. The light bulb's gonna come on. It might happen on the way home. Although these demons obey Jesus, they remain demons. Because unlike angels, demons will never humble themselves. The only difference between angels and demons, Ezekiel twenty eight and seventeen. Now this is the scripture I wanted to please show. Twenty eight and seventeen. All right. Speaking of Lucifer, Satan, your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor, and I cast you to the ground. I laid you before King king. Your heart was lifted up because, or your uh, heart was found in pride because of in the King James Version, because of your what? Beauty. Matter of fact, let, let's do this. Let's go to Isaiah 14 and 12. That's even better. How are you fallen from heaven, O oh Lucifer? How did this happen, Sunday morning? How are you cut down to the ground? Who, you who weaken the nations. Next one. For you have said in your heart, I, notice all the eyes. Just like the Pharisee. Please pay attention. Satan is very religious. Yes. Yes. You, you, you. So, so you can cover it up with all this religiosity. That don't make it any less of the devil. He said, I will ascend into heaven. This, this, is, this is what Satan said. I will exalt my throne above the stars. Of God. Matter of fact, my opinion is, is, is truth. What, my, what I say goes, I also will sit on the mountain congregation on the farthest, further side of the north. Next one. I will, notice all the eyes. I will ascend to the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Keep going. Say more. All right, I guess they stopped there. But, but, but what I, wanted, I want you to see here is the only difference between demons and angels are one word, pride. Or is one word, pride. Demons will obey, but they'll never turn and repent. They will never humble themselves before God. They'll whine and cry, come up with excuses. Well, it wasn't fair. Well, you shouldn't put me under Lucifer in the first place. And uh, there'll be zillions of... They're crazy. They're crazy. That's crazy. And some of us are crazy because they're in our heads and we're thinking like them. And that's where sin is crazy. It's crazy. In the middle of the word sin is the word I. I. And the word pride is the word what? The letter what? I. It's conveniently placed there because it's trying to tell us something. When it's all about me and mine, pride and sin will always be present. What I want to tell you is demons are psychopaths. They always have brilliant excuses. Like some of us. They always find fault with others. Why, God, why, when the real issue was them? Also, demons have real issues with authority. Demons can't stand authority. And they hate anyone with authority. Because with Jesus, it's interesting, demons have power, but God gave us something greater than power. He gave us what? Authority. It is not power so much against power, typically. Though at times it is. It's really authority against power. I've used this illustration before. I have all of five minutes. But uh, let's, let's, let's use uh, President Obama, when he was president. Uh, you know, I don't know, he was in his 50s. Uh, yeah, I think he was in his 50s. Now, when he went out to the troops... And you had these these twenty one year old Marines that were out there running, you know, thirty miles just because they felt like it. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, you know, swimming in ice cold water and and just you know just all you know just powerful guys. So you have all these powerful men, power, <laughs> but they all saluted Skinny. Obama. He had authority. All they had was power. So Satan tries to get us all impressed with power. When God has given us something even greater, authority. So... Whenever there's an exercise of authority, pay attention to me and I'm going to try to shut up, we'll call it male chauvinism. Uh Uh-oh. When there's exercise of authority, even righteously, we'll call it arrogance. When there's exercise of authority, we'll start talking about abuse. Because the devil hates authority more than anything else because that's the thing that beats him. You see, I cannot out-miracle a demon in my ability. But in the name of Jesus, I have authority. Do you understand? Okay. With President Obama, if any of those guys got out of line, Obama didn't have to lift their hand. You're like... So when I use that name, if they don't mind me, it's like... So I don't care how Much power the devil has. Mm -hmm. God has given me authority. (laughs) So, I said this on Sunday, and I'm trying to stop. Mm, So, we have pastors, glorified motivational teachers, Mm. speakers. If we like them, we'll come back. Mm. But we—they have no authority. Don't let them tell you to do something. You don't even line up with the word, but don't let them tell you you don't. Come on. Come on, I've had people married 20 years. Y'all, y'all ought not do that. I just go to another church and I find a new man there and a new pastor there. You don't realize what you just did. You don't realize what you just did. You just rejected authority that was there to protect you. I'm not talking about authority trying to do my thing. I'm talking about that's what thus saith the word of God. And what you just did to your children. What you just exposed them to. You think this marriage thing is all about you. It's about authority. It's about God's standard. It's It's about God's institution. You don't play with it. You don't play with it lightly. And what, 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 what the demons do is they make light of authority. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just go do your thing. God understands. They make light of authority. And that's why there's no discipline in the church. And if there's no authority, we can have no agreement. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So undermine the authority, we can't agree. Because everyone has their own opinion. I have an opinion. You have an opinion. And we'll never go anywhere unless God gives someone authority not because that person's better but because it's the way the kingdom operates and that person with authority here's the deal he has to give an account to God let me tell you that that account lasts forever that ain't no joke Second Chronicles I, have, I did it I have one minute left 714. Here's our, our main verse. Now you're going to read it with some understanding. If my people who call by my name just humble themselves and pray. Seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. Forgive their sin and heal their land. If I had more time, I'd go to Psalms 133. It talks about how beautiful it is when the brethren dwell in unity. But then it talks about in that environment, God will command the blessing. But it's interesting, when I was just reading to you from uh, uh, 2 Peter, um, at the end of that first, when it talks about marriages, men and women, and all the rest, it ends talking about the power of agreement, and then he says, and I will release the blessing. You see, the blessing... The blessing of God is evidenced by unity and agreement. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care the degrees, all the rest of the stuff. If there's no unity, you could, in your house, you could take off probably 10 years off your lifespan. if there's no unity and agreement, you're not really blessed. One of the reasons I, I love the church, we have problems like other churches. But there is a unity. And we have worked hard for that unity. We have worked on that unity. And we defend that unity. And when someone comes inside, no, 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 you don't got you. That's the wrong. You better, boy. (laughs) I love you, but that's the devil on you. Hear what I'm saying? And then you sit on the, You sit way in the back till you get that straightened out. Then you come on up. But we're full of strong personalities. Strong. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all. But, 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 but God has united us because we we're learning to humble ourselves. And you know what? My opinion is just that—an opinion. And, guys, I, I wish just—I'm uh, I'm, in these last minutes. I just wish. I had the words to kind of cram into your head all that I'm trying to say. But I think you're just going to have to catch it from what was taught. But I will tell you, strife is one of the most expensive things, spiritually, there is. And you need to fight for unity in your homes, with your kids, with your friends, in your church, The devil's going to, he's an accuser brother. He's going to come with thoughts. Mm -hmm. And he will bombard you. And and, and then there'll be people that are really cooperating with him and Mm -hmm. doing a real good job making it difficult for you. But strife is the most expensive thing. And it can cost you everything. I don't want to be in a position where my prayers cannot be answered. Mm -hmm. So, with all my heart, I'm going to continue to try to humble myself. So I don't get an offense. You might be offended by me, but I'm not getting offense with you. And here's the deal. Sometimes I do get offended. Oh, I know. I, I, yeah, I do. I know it. Oh, I got, uh-oh, that one got through. See, I'm not the only one. I can tell. All right, Lord, let's get rid of this quick. Lord, I humble myself. Who do I think? Lord, show me. And I deal with it like I do poison. Mm-hmm. And if we would all do that, our relationships would be stronger, our families would be stronger, our church would be stronger, and I believe we could take the nation. Hope you got something out of what we <laughs> talked about. Amen. Hey, Amen. Let me pray for you before we go. Father, I thank you for everyone here. Father, uh, help us humble ourselves. Father, help us grow up. And I just need baby food all the time at Pablo. Father, we need this word, God. We need it in our hearts that we might grow thereby. Father, I pray that we begin to treat strife like the plague. And, you know, we put on all the sanitizing, all this stuff on our hands. May we start putting that stuff on our thoughts and sanitizing with the word of God and love and grace, so that we are not instruments of the devil, instruments of strife, and that we can operate in, in the power and the weapons of our warfare. We give you all the honor for it. In Jesus'
1: name, amen. You are blessed. This has been a classic message from Bishop Derek Greer. We pray that God's word has equipped you to think big, do big, and live big in a way that your life overflows and blesses those around you. If you want to learn more about becoming a Christian or you feel that you need to rededicate your life to Christ, we want to walk you through the steps to do so. Go to gracechurchva.org slash salvation to find out more and watch videos from Bishop Greer that will guide you into your life in Christ. Again, that's gracechurchva.org salvation. We invite you to worship with us online each Sunday on our YouTube channel at Grace TV. While you're there, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get all of our latest content. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes in Christ to live big.